0: Agencies across government are tasked with accelerating the development of mission-critical systems. We'll be presenting a series of podcasts throughout the year with federal executives and program managers to
1: discuss what types of technology they're implementing and how to minimize inefficiencies and improve productivity to power technology modernization. Today's Low-Code episode is sponsored by Appian.
0: Here's your host, John Gilroy.
2: My guest today is Michael Beckley, founder and chief technology officer at Appian. You know, Michael, the phrase business process management has been around for decades. You know, Up until the COVID crisis, in the tech gurus would use the term disparaging like MIS, management information systems. Now, Michael, you've been around a while and you've seen the transitions in the use of this BPM term. This is not the case of your father's business process management, is it?
0: No, not at all. But you're absolutely right that um, business process management was both a technology and a business management movement from a couple decades ago. And uh, and so I guess in technology dog years, that's about 105 years old, uh, since technology doesn't typically age gracefully. So we're talking about an entirely new set of agile technology development tools that put business and IT on a shared model of the business so they can innovate very fast.
2: Good. You know, you drive by McDonald's, you see billions and billions, and when people talk about the Internet of Things, they talk about billions and billions as well. The, the recent figure I've seen is that by 2024, there'll be 24 billion new IoT devices out there. You know, you look at all these, you know, a lot of IoT devices in the federal government. Now, some federal agencies are on their last legs with legacy systems. So <laughs> teach an old dog new tricks, or, or how does Appian fit in the solution for my federal listeners is for the scaling this incredible amount of information?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of different sources of information federal agencies are still drowning under uh, mountains of paperwork. They might be PDF files now, but they're still unstructured data of all kinds and uh, And we see this this once in a generational modernization happening as systems move to the cloud and we have an entirely new approach now for modernizing those mainframe systems, retiring those mainframes, modernizing legacy. And, and it doesn't require you to do a costly migration of all that information before you can get value. And that's called low code automation. And so what, what it is, is allowing you to use a visual metaphor to quickly build real powerful mission systems securely in a compliant way. Uh, but by having business capable of doing a lot of the configuration, uh, business analysts and, and non-traditional developers can work with IT to build great solutions in weeks and, and months, not years.
2: So non-traditional developers, that sounds like business managers or people who are running the agency, huh?
0: Well, to some degree, yes. We, it's, it's about allowing them to collaborate and own part of the, of the process, to be a part of building a great new system so that their input can be reflected in an agile way in real time rather than writing documentation and going through a traditional waterfall approach. So it doesn't mean that we're going to have business people writing core mission systems. That, it does mean that they're going to be a part of that process, and they'll, be have, they'll have far more ease and control of changing the configurations than they've ever had before. They won't be waiting on IT to make those changes.
2: You know, I try to put myself in the role of someone listening to this or watching this, and, and uh, they may never have heard the term low-code before. Does that mean machine language, or what, what really is low-code? What does it mean?
0: yeah, great question. So low code is is a new uh, a new technology. It's really only now going mainstream. So a lot of people will be hearing it for the first time because, Now it's not just Appian talking about it. And we were the first company to go public as a a low code uh, pure play vendor. But now you've got the, the big cloud providers all talking about low code because it's become the new way you build applications and you automate processes and automate your work. And what it means is that you have a visual building blocks to assemble your process rather than having to write code. What it means is that you visualize a business process in a workflow diagram that is actually the running software. So when you change the, the flowchart, you're actually changing the code, you're changing the software, because now your business rules and your business processes are pictures, they're not codes, so you can configure with clicks and, uh, and actually make incredibly rapid change. And so it's truly making agile a, a real capability in an agency. So for example, when uh, the FDA needed to respond rapidly to new drug evaluations and trials, obviously around the, the COVID situation this year, you know, FDA is able to rely on an Appian's low code platform to do that in a faster way.
2: Well, you know, I remember a, a book from many years ago called uh, Blue Ocean, Red Ocean. They talked about the exact same thing of having some kind of a graphical depiction of this big transition. It could be transition manufacturing, but this is a transition typically of moving from outdated systems to newer cloud systems. Is that right?
0: That's exactly right. So we're helping uh, federal agencies across the a government not just in the US but over 100 public sector agencies around the world and they all have say investigative case management systems they need to be able to pull together all that big data you were talking about a moment ago to get to better outcomes and to manage their their uh, stakeholders better to to uh, enforce regulations and keep them relevant with new regulations to match this digital world and and so uh, Appian low-code automation gives them a, a visual tool that allows their business people to be a real stakeholder in that modernization. The people who understand what's new about this world can have a say in these applications and evolve them very rapidly.
2: You know, I think of large legacy systems moving to the cloud, there's all kinds of compliance issues, there's all kinds of dependencies. I mean, it it gets very, very difficult even to understand the transition. I guess we have to uh, reach into our bag of tricks and pull out some artificial intelligence concepts here. And and, uh, so do do you use artificial intelligence to help leaders make this transition to the cloud?
0: Yeah, there's there's two points I want to make. The first is that Appian is uh, as a different kind of software company. We founded Appian 21 years ago, right here in Northern Virginia, in the in the DC area, and we set out to prove you could build an institution devoted to innovation, a a real uh, you know fast growth software company that was uh, not in Silicon Valley, but actually built to solve the needs of the uh, of the most challenging organizations, the most regulated businesses and the most uh, complex regulatory frameworks. And, and so we've grown up here in the D.C. area and, and grown up in a world where software has to be industrial strength. It has to be compliant with the most stringent regulation. It has to be secure against you know, all, all uh, nation state actors and, and hackers. And so that's what Appian is, is this secure environment, compliant environment where you can be innovative at the same time. And artificial intelligence is a big part of that. So what we've done is used artificial intelligence to make it easy for the government to bring in, and and anyone quite frankly, to bring in mass amounts of, of documents and scan them quickly and use artificial intelligence to overcome what's kept us from doing that in the past. And that is that documents change a lot. And documents have, even if you have a fixed document format, well, people write in the comments and then you have got the handwriting to deal with. And you've got complex tables of information you need to extract. And you've got check marks where people, sometimes people circle them. Sometimes people make a check mark. Some people make an X, right? It's like the hanging chads again. So artificial intelligence gives us very powerful new tools to actually make that work. that, That translation of all that paper into information that government regulators can use, that, uh, that people can use to, to serve citizens better.
2: My guest today is Michael Beckley, founder and chief technology officer at Appian. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy. On the discussion, IT modernization requires BPM and low code automation for lasting success. Sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network.
1: Need help accelerating your IT modernization efforts? Look no further. Appian is the leading low-code provider for the federal market, helping agencies simplify application development and leverage existing IT investments to deliver new solutions. Appian's secure, reliable, and scalable FedRAMP-certified platform comes with the Appian Guarantee, your solution created and deployed in just eight weeks. Learn more at appian.com slash appian-guarantee. appian.com slash appian-guarantee.
2: Welcome back to the discussion, IT Modernization Requires BPM and Low-Code Automation for Lasting Success, sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network. My guest today is Michael Beckley, Founder and Chief Technology Officer at Appian. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy. You know, Michael, you've been in the classroom with me, and you know a little about the students today, and many of them are entering the workforce, and they're accustomed to grabbing code off a shelf somewhere and cludging together something and calling an application. You know, others will argue that code libraries have inherent weaknesses and the true key to rapid software development is something we mentioned earlier, low code. Let's go a little deeper into this concept and and why is it that developers can release apps so quickly with low code?
0: Yeah, great question. So what's really happening is low code is becoming the mainstream way in which developers uh, actually build most enterprise software, government software. It's the standard way of, of having a system of innovation that'll and maximizes the potential for reusability well beyond what, what code libraries could possibly accomplish. Because what we've done is uh, encapsulated a lot of the most repetitive tasks. So if you wanna access data from a database, you wanna display it in a grid, you want to have a mobile app that can invoke that same information. You know, in the old days, you had to do database programming, you had to do web programming, you had to do mobile programming, and not to mention all of the DevOps tools associated with, uh, you know, testing that code and releasing that code and tying it back to Jira tickets for the use cases for the business people who actually asked for that functionality, because they didn't ask for code, they asked for a feature and they asked for a process to be automated because we're not just building apps, we're actually building business processes. So what Appian low code does and what low code platforms can do is allow developers to go so much faster because they can focus on what's truly differentiated, what's net new, what's unique to that agency. And all of the standard things of pulling data from databases and making it accessible, pulling data from web services and unifying, you know, uh, how people access information without all that swivel chair and having to go to 12 different systems to act, you know, uh, to actually execute a contract. You know, if you're a contracting officer, you're dealing with systems that are decades old. Uh, and yet your, your mission partners, those kids coming out of school who are coming into government jobs trying to change the world, right? They want systems that are modern and that can work the way they do and that can work anywhere. And, uh, and that's what low-code automation makes possible. Michael, tell me about compliance. Yeah, compliance is job one for low-code automation. And Appian is FedRAMP certified in our cloud natively. And you can get RPA, AI, and workflow in that FedRAMP certified cloud. And that's pretty unique.
2: You know, I've been in many meetings with developers and, and users. And uh, you, you're absolutely right. No one asked for code. <laughs> no one ever said, hey, John, <laughs> maybe six lines of code. Oh, great. So maybe you should make a T-shirt or something like that. No one, no one asked for code. They asked for a result or some kind of a practical application for that. Uh, earlier, we talked about business process management and I use that dated phrase, MIS. And, and we see a new phrase being popularized today. And this is a phrase called hyper-automation. Boy, all hyper-scaling, all kinds of hyper words out there. So what does hyper-automation mean for my federal audience?
0: Yeah, hyper-automation is a new term to describe unifying people, bots, and AI in a single workflow on a unified platform. So with, with, uh, with Appian hyper-automation, you can take your investments in, in robotic process automation, the tasks that you found that were really manual, labor intensive, and you've, now you've got a, a bot that's doing that repetitive work for you. You can scale that to actually accomplish your business outcomes by modeling the entire workflow and, and using the right automation technique uh, to solve each task in a sequence where you're not creating any tech debt, because now you're not just overlaying bots on a system. You're actually using low code, where appropriate, integrations, APIs, and artificial intelligence to replace core functionality from your old ERP systems, from your mainframes. And, uh, and so it allows you to use the right automation to augment human decision-making and augment human potential, rather than just thinking about how I'm going to replace what humans do. Instead, it's about using automation to make humans go faster.
2: Yeah, the word augment, I think is a good phrase to emphasize in this whole discussion here uh, because people are part of the process. You know, There's bots, there's AI, but you know, it is an augmented situation where um, people just don't relax and, and flick a button and RPA takes over, does it? That's
0: right, but as having a single platform that can unify how we delegate work to bots and AI with humans still in control, that's a new concept. And that's what's really what's new about hyper automation and in a platform, where you can have multiple versions of a process running at the same time, where you can upgrade a running process, even though work has already been delegated to, to digital workers and human workers. You know, you can't wait for all that work to be done to input to put in a new regulation or uh, handle a crisis. So that's what uh, a unified hyperautomation platform like Appian gives you is the tools to manage change in real time. It's changing the engine on the plane while you're flying it.
2: And so the uh, the pilots, the DevOps people, <laughs> uh, what do they react to these platforms? Do they think they're locked in or what's their reaction to the Appian platform?
0: Well, the reaction to Appian and, and other low-code platforms is really contingent upon how effectively the, they've been served with DevSecOps tools. And so what Appian has done is provided a complete visibility for those development teams into what's happening. It's not just a this magical machine you know, or a black box, they can actually control those packages of applications and the objects they rely on and and they can automate a lot of that manual tedious work of deploying to dev, to test, to staging, to production environments. So a lot of development work is waste, as time is wasted in repetitive manual labor of testing and generating tests and and just moving code packages from one place to another to get ready to be compliant before you push into production. And Appian and tools like Appian give you a single platform that unifies that and gives you such visibility into the health of your, not just your app, but your actual program and your platform. And, and so it gives developers the tools they need to, to tweak the memory usage, to to, uh, to see uh, get an intelligent recommendations, by the way, we use artificial intelligence to help the developer, to suggest to them how to make their system run better and more performant.
2: I'm just thinking in, in COVID crisis, 85, 90% of our federal people are, are home, working out of the house. And uh, you know this kind of a, a, a commonality system like this would help you know ease through many different changes in the software because you can rely on some kind of a standard process and not just kind of go off on your own with grabbing a code from somewhere and not know if it's compliant or not. That,
0: yes, that's exactly right and and having this this uh, this system that works through uh, just web browsers to allow software developers and and business people to collaborate to build great business processes, to be agile, to launch new systems and innovate them you know, continuously. And, and uh, that's, that's something pretty new here.
2: My guest today is Michael Beckley, founder and chief technology officer at Appian. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy. On the discussion, IT modernization requires BPM and low code automation for lasting success sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network.
1: Need help accelerating your IT modernization efforts? Look no further. Appian is the leading low-code provider for the federal market, helping agencies simplify application development and leverage existing IT investments to deliver new solutions. Appian's secure, reliable, and scalable FedRAMP-certified platform comes with the Appian Guarantee, your solution created and deployed in just eight weeks. Learn more at appian.com appian-guarantee appian.com slash appian dash guarantee.
2: Welcome back to the discussion. IT modernization requires BPM and low-code automation for lasting success, sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network. My guest today is Michael Beckley, founder and chief technology officer at Appian. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy. You know, Michael, I read stuff all the time. Just yesterday, I was reading an article on uh, the federal government needs to rethink vital cybersecurity also mean they have to rethink uh, military satellites and rethink, I don't know, federal (laughs) grants, you know, you can rethink anything you want, but nothing can be accomplished without understanding this little acquisition process. So, so where do you stand on this whole idea?
0: Yeah. So Appian has been helping our federal partners, modernize acquisition systems and, and we've learned from that. And what we've done is we've packaged our insight and expertise in helping uh, modernize procurement and uh, and really help automate a lot of the tedious work associated with acquisitions into out-of-the-box solutions and that term out of the box maybe is uh, itself a bit anachronistic for for, uh, for for kids who don't buy software in, in boxes anymore but it's all packaged together into a, a really complete framework so that you know, an automation uh a, an acquisition can be automated from end to end, not just requirements management or award management, but the solicitation as well and, and the contract writing. The process is really where each agency has their unique workflow, but there are a set of requirements from the federal acquisition regulations and the, and the DFAR that must be considered. And, and so compliant contracting has been something of a, of a um, well, a, a impossible challenge for way too long. And and we think we've got the solution.
2: Here we are in the middle of a middle of a pandemic here. I think this whole COVID crisis has forced federal IT leaders to take a new look at workflow processes. You know, you can't just walk down the hall and you know, grab Michael and ask him a question. Today we are all working remotely, 85, 90 percent. It seems like workflow automation is really, really one key to having people in geographic different locations work it. So I assume Appian, the whole process can improve workflow at the same time, can it improve operational efficiency?
0: Oh, certainly, and and in fact, what's so different about Appian is we've been doing that for for nearly 20 years. Our focus has been on business process management and workflow. So when you build an app in Appian Low-Code, what's so different is there's built-in tools for managing and monitoring the process and optimizing it for the business people. So they get built in metrics about how their process is, is working, how long it's taking to pick up a task, where is their bottlenecks in the process and the workflow and to get that value from Appian unlike any of the big companies out there that you might be thinking of the big cloud providers, uh, their value comes from when you put the data into their cloud first, Appian workflow works seamlessly with data in anybody's cloud. You can think of us like the Switzerland, but in, in your IT organization, you have Salesforce, you have Microsoft Dynamics, you have uh, your, your legacy ERP system, you have your mainframe. Appian pulls all that together. And of course, most federal agencies have to rely on some shared service from another agency. So if you're having to pull data from, from OPM or, or GSA, you know, Appian has that very, very seamless way of pulling those, in, those different data sources into one data fusion layer.
2: The classic phrase was platform agnostic. Maybe this is cloud agnostic. Huh? Maybe a trending phrase here. We'll see how that works out. You know, when I think about uh, automation and artificial intelligence, I think about this phrase, robotic process automation, RPA. And, uh, you know, when I first thought of it, I, I I fell for the trap. I'm sure that maybe some CTOs in the federal government here are thinking, oh boy, robotic process automation, I'll put my feet up and smoke a cigar. You know, I mean. <laughs> Let's bring this down back to to reality. Maybe somewhat close to Earth. Maybe at twenty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah. So
0: RPA is great. RPA is fantastic. So in the acquisition domain, for example, the uh, John McCain National Defense Authorization Act uh, incorporated some changes in contracting terms, and now your your poor CO, your poor 1102, you've got to go find you know, thousands of, of, of places in in hundreds or thousands of contracts where you have to update that language. Like no one wants to do that. So you can program a bot. You can script a bot that will go and find that language and replace it. All right? that sounds great. And that data is great. It can save thousands of hours and you can build that bot with Appian or you can use, you know, bots from any of the leading pure play bot providers, the RPA vendors who we partner with. But then what next? You know, to actually make that work, you have to in, in uh, if you're just buying bots, you have to actually come up with a change and uh, email it to the bot because the bot doesn't have a, a, a good interface for business people. And, uh, and then you got to wait for the bot to email you back a response. And then you've got to probably update that in your contract file. So you've got to go find the right file. You've got hundreds of contract files. And so the bot's a great start, but where do you go from there? And then how do you uh, automate multi-step activities like actually executing an award that takes some human decision-making but also involves some manual labor? That's the workflow we've been talking about, John. And that's what a unified platform for workflow and RPA like Appian does for you. It puts it all together. So you don't have to email bots. The system will email the bot. When it won't email the bot, it'll use an API to go faster and do that more efficiently. And and oh, by the way, with Appian, it's unlimited bots. So you don't have to think about how expensive it is to use a bot to do that cut and paste action. You don't have to think about, it's gonna cost me uh, $10,000 for that one bot. You can have unlimited bots for one low fixed fee.
2: You know, I was surprised when I was talking to some people and they talked about some automation has uh, credentialing abilities and some systems here. It just, I mean, I, the complexity, just throwing out a, a process automation and how it can integrate with something else and worrying about multiple clouds and worrying about compliance, I just think it, it's it's almost too complex a system to try to, to, to figure out by by a group of developers in a room trying to figure it out. So
0: we, bots can definitely simulate humans and they have their own passwords, but those passwords will expire and those systems will update and change. So bots need to be managed in a workflow that can handle that change and handle those exceptions and allow you to decide when is, it that, when is that bot too unreliable because the systems it relies on are too unreliable. And what, you know, if you're just buying from a bot provider, well, that's all they have to give you. But with a platform like Appian that unifies bots AI and, and human workflow together, you can always escalate that work to a human or replace your underperforming bots with a targeted bit of intervention. You can build an API integration, you know, that direct computer to computer communication. And, th- and that's what your developers and IT department are for. But what Appian does is allow you to actually collaborate and gather your best automation ideas from the business to crowdsource your automation ideas into one portal where one knowledge portal where we can then decide and measure. And with the, remember those process metrics I was talking about, we're monitoring your processes in real time, end to end, not just what the bot's doing, but what all of your workforce is doing so that you can decide always as a leader in your agency, what is the right investment I need to make and how can I keep all of my different uh, stakeholders aligned towards a goal? You know, it's not about cutting and pasting a bunch of contract changes into contracts. It's about getting the mission accomplished.
2: I'd like to thank today's guest, Michael Beckley, founder and chief technology officer at Appian. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Appian.
0: Thank you for listening to the Low Code episode, sponsored by
1: Appian on Federal News Network.